0: Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 54, The Challenge of Having Challenges. Welcome, I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about the power of positive thought. Today we are going to talk about challenges and the challenge of having challenges. So... How are you today, and how are your life challenges going? In this challenging world, we all will have, have had, or are having this very day challenges. You might have a day when challenges blow into your life like a ferocious wind, threatening to carry away everything around you. You might have a day when challenges enter your life like a soft knock on the door and then move in, crossing the threshold to settle in for the long haul. Or you might have a day when challenges arrive with luggage packed for hardship, ordeal, worry, and tests. No matter how, when, where, or what the challenges may be, Challenges will be challenging. I think one of the biggest challenges we face when challenges move into our lives is to not become lost in the middle of the challenge. Many years ago, my oldest son, along with his wife and their new baby, was moving back east to go to medical school. And my husband and I, along with our youngest son, drove with them to help them move. This was before GPS, so along with our youngest son's expertise in navigating a map, we managed to follow it across the country and finally made it safe and sound in Virginia. After a few days there, and after saying goodbye to our son and his family, we pulled out the map and headed west Back to Utah. Our other son flew home early so he could get back to school, which left just me and my husband to navigate our way home. We were doing great until we reached Ohio. There was a detour that pulled us off of the freeway and pushed us through, and I can remember the most beautiful little Ohio town I had ever seen. We um were off of the freeway for a few miles and then soon were able to get back on the freeway and continue on our way. Before I took over the driving so that my husband could take a quick nap, he just told me to simply stay on the freeway and just keep driving. And then he would be awake before we needed to use the map again. So I settled in the driver's seat turned on some music, set the car on cruise control, and drove for about two and a half hours. It was getting late in the afternoon, and I can remember I started to notice the shadows of the trees along the side of the road. And I remember just driving along, starting to wonder if We were indeed headed west, which I thought we were, and if indeed the sun sets in the west, which it does, then which side of the trees would the shadows be on? And at that moment, I knew that we had actually been driving in the complete opposite direction ever since we had left Ohio in this life. We all can expect challenges to pop up along the way, even when driving the wrong way. In this life, we can expect to try and fail sometimes, even when you follow the freeway driving in the wrong direction. In this life, we can expect those moments when hardships sell in, troubles drop by, and ordeals are dealt into our days. The challenge is to not let the challenge become an additional ordeal. So after on the freeway, I had figured out that I had been driving in the opposite direction for two and a half hours, I woke up my husband, and instead of adding To my already feelings of failure and distress, I remember he just simply opened his eyes, set up, and asked the question, So, where are we? Then, he got out the map, and we took the next exit, made sure we were headed in the right direction this time, and then continued on our way. I think the problem with some challenges, is what we do inside the challenge. We might become discouraged or give up. We might become angry, irritated, and heated, and ready to lash out. And instead of looking for a way to push through the challenge or the problem, we might be tempted to throw down the gauntlet, give up, leaving us lost back in Ohio where we began. In those moments, you can choose to recharge instead of react. You can decide to restore instead of reduce. And you can resolve to replan instead of regress. The challenge when facing challenges is that in the middle of the detour, you might become more lost. Lost can mean not knowing where you are or not knowing how to get someplace. Lost can mean feeling confused or helpless. Lost can also mean becoming separated from someone. And lost can mean becoming separated from God. Even though we are loved by Jesus Christ, we will all experience trials. Even when we are faithfully following Jesus Christ, we will still experience trials. And when we face challenges, we can always seek His help. Elder Richard G. Scott of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles once taught, quote, Just when all seems to be going right, challenges often come in multiple doses applied simultaneously. When those trials are not consequences of our disobedience, then they are evidence that the Lord feels you are prepared to grow more. He therefore gives you experiences that stimulate growth, understanding, and compassion. Which polish you for your everlasting benefit, to get you from where you are to where He wants you to be, requires a lot of stretching, and that generally entails discomfort and pain. Elder Neal A. Maxwell once said, "If God chooses to teach us the things we most need to learn, because He loves us." And if he seeks to tame our souls and gentle us in the way we most need to be tamed and most need to be gentled, it follows that he will customize the challenges he gives us and individualize them so that we will be prepared for life in a better world. In the eternal ecology of things, we must pray therefore. Not that things be taken from us, but that God's will be accomplished through us. What, therefore, may seem now to be more unconnected pieces of tile, will someday, when we look back, take form and pattern, and we will realize that God was making a mosaic. For there is in each of our lives this kind of divine design this pattern, this purpose that is in the process of becoming, which is continually before the Lord, but which for us, looking forward, is sometimes perplexing, End quote. I love that quote. I think it's one of my favorites. When challenges come, we can choose to dwell on the challenge, ruminating over and over about the problem chewing over and over about the setback, and tormenting ourselves with the idea that the obstacle in front of us somehow means we are incompetent or we are unworthy. The adversary would want you to become lost and to stay lost. He would have you question, if you were a better person, you could avoid trials or that somehow, because of your challenges, you are outside of God's chosen few. Elder Holland explains, quote, You see, the very nature of God and aim of our earthly existence is happiness. But we cannot become perfect beings of divine joy without experiences that test us, sometimes to our very core. Paul says, even the Savior himself was made eternally perfect or complete through sufferings. So guard against the satanic whispering that if you were a better person, you would avoid such trials. And then he continues, quote, you must also resist the related lie that your sufferings somehow suggest that you stand outside the circle of God's chosen ones who seem to glide from one blessed state to another. Suffering in righteousness helps qualify you for, rather than distinguishes you from, God's elect. Quote. One of my favorite definitions of an optimist is someone who understands. There are challenges, but believes they have the resources to overcome them. Sister Rebecca Craven of the Young Women General Presidency once taught, she said quote, "Each day, individuals strive to push forward. Sometimes they might feel like they are making progress and have a clear view of the landing. There may be times, however, When difficulties, doubts, questions, fears, or other challenges cause us to stall, back up, or even back out, leaving us to flounder in a sea of confusion and unfamiliar paths. My dear young friends, you are enough. You know enough. You are strong enough to hold firm and move forward closer to Jesus Christ and his glorious promises, end quote. I love that quote too. I love the part where she says, You are enough. You have enough. You know enough. You are strong enough. For the challenge of having challenges in your life, you are enough. And as you push through challenges, And as you learn to not only endure them, but also learn how to endure them well, Elder Maxwell explains that this will be necessary, not only so that our own passage through the challenge can be a growth experience, but also because, and then he says, more often than we know, There are always people watching to see if we can cope, who therefore may resolve to venture forth and to cope themselves. Every time we navigate safely on the straight and narrow way, there are other ships that are lost which can find their way because of our own steady light. As we have gone through our challenges. In the middle of challenge, you can choose to recharge instead of react. In the center of struggle, you can decide to restore instead of reduce. And in the heart of hardship, you can resolve to replan instead of regress. When you are challenged with challenges in your life, God is expecting you to stand. What are you doing in your life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today. I hope you have a beautiful summer rest of your day. And instead of becoming lost when challenges come into your life, you will be saved in the middle of them. Bye for now. See you next time.